Hey, hey, you're listening to Fearless Pursuits Podcast, where it's that time to slap your doubts and fears around, learn online marketing, some mindset hacks, and fuel your entrepreneur's soul so you can have a breakthrough to success in your own business, even if you're just starting out or if you've been in business for a while. I'm Sharon Koenig, an online business coach and serial entrepreneur for over 25 years, and my goal is to share with you everything that I've learned along the way, including the good, the bad, and the ugly. Each week, we'll explore what it takes to reach your goals, your dreams, and create the financial freedom through online entrepreneurship, plus hear interviews from special guests who share their own tips, strategies, and advice on how to break through to success. As a special gift for my listeners, yep, that's you, grab your complimentary strategy session to help get your online business visible on the map so that you can make the kind of money you want in your business. Without further ado, let's get started with today's episode. Welcome back to another episode of Fearless Pursuits Podcast. If this is your first time, welcome. You are in store for a great message. Today, I am inspired to share with you some strategy, some wisdom, and some empowerment to help you stop the freaking procrastination. You've been there. You have something you need to do or something you want to do for some reason or another. You're not doing it. You begin to do everything else but that thing. Then you might even go into this place in your head where you start judging yourself or your actions or your lack of progress. Maybe it has gotten so bad that you're actually feeling stressed and worried about not reaching this goal. This happens when you see yourself letting others down or looking bad in front of others. So what gives? We all have this misery going on in our head and we are creating it ourselves. It's a cycle, but where does it end? You're in luck because I'm going to go all over the place here to talk about the many different reasons we do this and what you can do to actually turn this around. So first things first, let's talk about the push goal. Most of us know about SMART goals, right? They're specific, they're measurable, achievable, realistic, and they're time-based. Now, if you've been following me for some amount of time, you know I don't necessarily believe in SMART goals. These were something that were actually created for leaders in a business environment. So they don't actually work in real life. 
Um, so, you know, with smart goals in mind, you know, when we set a goal to like lose weight, for example, and I always love to use that example because I think it is, you know, something that is in all of us, you know, if we've had a baby or if we are working in a project for a really long time, sometimes, you know, we put our fitness on the back burner. But this goal is often stated along the lines, well, I want to lose like five pounds in the next couple of months, right? This goal may be smart, but it's not inspiring. It's not actually a push goal. When the going gets tough, and believe me, it will, a push goal comes up short. It feels like pushing uphill, really. And herein lies the problem. That is why we need a pull goal, something that will actually draw you towards the desired outcome with a force, you know, like a magnet. So there's a couple of reasons that your push goal should be turned into a pull goal. A, a push goal makes it hard right? It's something that you feel exhausted by the constant effort. It makes determination and willpower and grit something that you have to turn yourself into, right? It's hard. And who knows that willpower? You know, it, it can't be sustained over long periods of time, right? Willpower is a finite source. It just will not get you the whole way. You begin to dread the goal. You know, when your goal inspires you, you really want it, and you're just naturally drawn towards taking that action to achieve it. It's tantalizing. Your desire pulls you towards it. It flows, and it feels easy. A pull goal has a lot of emotion associated with it, right? You feel excited. You feel energized by it. Emotion is a very powerful force, and it multiplies the intensity of desire. Think of that first time you fell in love. You were pulled towards that person. This is what I'm talking about. It's that feeling that's so incredibly powerful. This Power is a big reason why you want to achieve those goals. This is what turns from hope to a dream to a firm resolution upon taking action. You can picture it. There's clear mental image around it, right? You can collect pictures from the internet. You can create pictures from a magazine. You can create a vision board. You know, these are all simple things people are, have done. This is not what I'm suggesting we do here and not the strategies that I'm going to be walking you through today. I'm merely sharing with you what happens with pull goals. Pull goals are really important. It helps you to increase that pulling power. Now, I want you to answer a couple of questions here. Why do I want it? Right? This is really important for us to ask ourselves, why am I committed to fulfilling this goal? I would love for you to actually write these things down. So if you've got a piece of paper, let's go ahead and write those things down. So let's talk about a couple other things that's going on here. Um, so obviously we, we realize that if you are doing something and you don't have a bigger reason why you want to do it, something that is a desire, then you're going to 
struggle a little bit here along the way. If you want to know how to overcome procrastination, then I have a few ideas to get you thinking about what you can actually do. Have you ever had the realization that not moving forward on something is hindering your success? So you, you probably have if you've had that procrastination. Well, it's really true. Realizing that procrastination is a matter of the mind helps you to actually focus in on what you need to change. But are you ready to challenge yourself? So here's the thing. A lot of people aren't really ready to challenge themselves. It just gets really hard with all of this self-help, personal growth stuff, right? So many people believe that being better organized will help you overcome the procrastination, right? That is a component, but what is really going on here? Surprisingly, overcoming procrastination is something you have complete control over and can easily will into your life. When it's a task you're not interested in doing, deciding to do it isn't enough. Fear and finding the courage to do certain tasks is at the heart of why people procrastinate. So we've got fear, we've got belief, belief that you can't do it, um, not seeing yourself being able to do it. There's a lot of reasons why, but it's not as simple as that. Laziness can cause procrastination, but few will admit this. Not having a big enough why is a major component and a success killer for sure, which is why I suggested that you actually write down why you want to do it and why you're committed to fulfilling it. So there's nothing like a little bit of pressure to get a person moving, right? Well, that's stress. Becoming involved in a mastermind or support group is ideal for accountability, right? We realize this with some really big goals. This is true for a lot of people that need a little bit of extra help when they're trying to reach a goal. When you get other people involved to keep you accountable, it will add some pressure to get you moving. So you've got your why, you've got an accountability partner, accountability group. You know, this is something that is really helpful. So meaning, let's talk about meaning. We were talking about that why. Meaning you give to a task can either encourage you to do it or it can actually block you from even beginning it at all. But the choice is yours. What meaning are you giving it? We are all meaning makers. So this is so important for us. So maybe sit down and write it down. That's why I'm asking you to actually get a piece of paper and start working on why you need to do this goal. And, you know, ask yourself why you're committed to fulfilling it. So here are a few habits you need to kick in to create more success that will actually help you to overcome procrastination. One is self-doubt, right? This is a habit we have. Um, we talked about fear before. We talked about finding that courage. There's the self-doubt. There's the confidence. Um, and we realize that self-esteem 
is a big problem. You don't think that you can actually do it. You feel disorganized. You, you know, all of these things, your loss of focus will come into play if you are actually feeling like you don't have the confidence to do this, right? We were talking about the meaning that you're giving this task. Maybe you don't feel like you're actually skilled enough or educated enough to do this. Maybe you think that you're going to actually disappoint people. Maybe you don't feel like you're organized enough. We can begin to procrastinate when we don't have a strong enough belief. I was mentioning belief before. If you don't have a strong enough belief that you can actually do this, you're probably going to procrastinate because you don't see yourself doing it. Having self-doubt is a surefire way of creating procrastination. So analyzing why you don't want to do something is paramount. It's critical. If you are of a strong enough mind to face the truth, that is. So let's ask you a few questions. So you've got your paper and your pencil down. And certainly, feel free to listen to this podcast over and over again, because this is something that is tried and true. It is something that is going to help you pull you in the direction of success. So here's some questions. Is it because of a skill you don't have? Is it because you need more education? Are you procrastinating because you are not prepared? So these are really, really great questions. Is it because you don't believe you can do it? So let's be serious about the success you want to achieve for a second, right? So make it one of your priorities. If you're truly serious, are you simply focusing on something else that you deem more important? I was talking with someone in um, my exclusive mastermind group who was telling me that she felt like there wasn't enough time in the day. This was actually a simple limiting belief. She's simply not doing things because she is giving certain tasks a higher priority. The truth is, she isn't organized, and she doesn't have a strong enough reason to do certain tasks, to take certain actions. In this case, it was making time for fun. That's right, she was actually putting self-love last on her list of things to do. And, you know, this is something that's really important. She was procrastinating, actually doing self-love. So find a cause that pulls you to your task instead of pushing you like what we were talking about in the beginning. A purpose and a commitment is far stronger than willpower. Now let me say that again because that is worth it. A purpose and a commitment is far stronger than willpower. What's your purpose? What are you committed to do here? What's pulling you? There's nothing that can get in the way of being a success story, right, than you. There, you are the, the part that is actually getting in the way. You are the one common denominator here. All you need to do is adopt an attitude for success. Well, there's more to it than that. Start throwing away any negative habits that you have that are hindering your journey to success. Maybe you need to block out some time. You know, that could actually be something as simple as a habit. Maybe you don't use time blocking. Begin to evaluate what's getting in your way. Maybe it has to do with your self-confidence. 
And maybe that's why. Find a reason to pull you in the direction that you want to go in if you truly want to learn how to overcome procrastination, that is. So now let's really go into improving your self-confidence, the self-esteem, so that you can actually go after anything because sometimes it really is just fear. Sometimes it's lacking that self-confidence, that belief that you can actually do it. You know, we were talking about your why. Why do you want to do it? Why don't you want to do it? Let's take a look at that. Maybe you don't believe you can. For a long time, I didn't know that I needed to improve my confidence and self-esteem because I had so much success in my life already. There were times when I realized that I wanted to go after some big goal and then ended up talking myself out of it. So what was really going on here? It was just the way life was. It was what it was. And this was a limitation that I accepted as my mantra. It is what it is. And I made up excuses in my mind to justify it, even if it hurt me in the long run. It felt comfortable, and there was solace in that. I assumed it had something to do with the timing, or even that it just simply wasn't meant to be. It was my lot in life. It was my season. Something funny happened, though. I suddenly came to the realization that one day that I wasn't asking for more out of life. I wasn't asking for enough. I had gotten too comfortable with settling for just okay. I wasn't pushing myself to be better, to have more, to ask more for out, out of life. And I began procrastinating those bigger goals, those dreams that I had. It was a new awareness that I suddenly had good enough was not good enough anymore. If you are procrastinating, maybe you need to talk to yourself about a bigger goal. Beyond just limiting beliefs, I suffered from poor self-esteem. This had a lot to do with why I wasn't actually following through on any of my goals. I struggled with having the confidence to build new relationships with movers and shakers, for example, that would help elevate me in my business, you know, joint ventures, joining big mastermind groups that would help elevate me. It was really difficult talking confidently to anyone I respected or saw as better than me from their achievements. This really hindered leveling up in my business, leveling up in my life, and I didn't even see it before my epiphany. A huge portion of the reason I was staying stagnant in my business came from not being confident enough in myself. I simply didn't believe in my ability and felt like they were better than me. I felt insignificant, and I felt separate. And that's why I was procrastinating marketing and going online on live streams and connecting with people. Confidence affects more in your life than just your happiness. It can be a deciding factor on the quality of your relationships. I feel like that is absolutely so important. So I'm actually going to repeat that. Confidence affects more 
in your life, in your business, than just your happiness. It can actually be a deciding factor on the quality of your relationships. And procrastination is all over that message because we are settling. That's right. We are settling. Settling for less than an ideal relationship was something that I became familiar with. It was a way of life. I procrastinated on my relationships. I procrastinated on leveling up in all of my goals in my business. It's strange waking up one day and wanting more out of life, but that's what happened to me. It was like a light bulb. I'm not sure if it was maturity or if I just got sick and tired of my needs not being met. If I was just sick and tired of being mediocre, I'm not really sure. The thing is, I was afraid to ask for more. I was afraid to actually go after some of these goals. And therein lies why procrastination was affecting me so much in my life. So ask yourself if why you're procrastinating is because you're afraid. It took me years to get the courage to actually stand up for myself and to ask for more. I spent years working on learning how to improve my confidence and self-esteem. It all stemmed from realizing that I deserved more. And by golly, I am enough to ask for more. I am enough to stand up now, stick my head up, my chest up, and stop procrastinating and ask for more. There was more to do in just that. I realized that I was afraid to push myself and go after what I wanted. I was afraid. I was afraid of failure, and I procrastinated because of this fear. It's one thing to know that you're enough, right? But it's quite another to have the courage to actually go for it. And this is why we procrastinate often. So we're talking about not having a big enough reason why. We're talking about not feeling pulled. We're talking about using willpower. We're talking about low self-esteem. We're not feeling enough, we don't have the courage, we don't have the belief. Do you see all of the reasons that go into why you're procrastinating? As you go through your life with these ups and these downs, you'll benefit from knowing that you can reach within yourself and find the confidence and the courage the same way I did. Even if you're already experiencing aspects of your life where you are in control and feeling a level of confidence and success, there's more for you. You know there's more for you. That's why you're a high performer. You're listening to this podcast because you deep down do want more. Accessing your confidence helps you avoid feeling down or disheartened no matter what happens. I've put together a few strategies I think will help you improve your confidence and self-esteem. So let's talk about this first before we actually get into some strategies to help you with procrastination. Because I think that when we're talking about building the self-esteem and building our confidence, it's actually a little bit different from a strategy that can help you with procrastination. But I really want to dive deep here and help you. So, let's talk about the self-esteem and the confidence to help you find that courage, right? 
Let's start by analyzing the three toughest things you've ever done in your life. All right, this is really important. This is a good strategy for you. So you're getting some good coaching session here today. Take note that you were victorious as you became out of that crisis. When you examine these difficult situations that you once experienced, you can see what worked and what didn't, right? Now, that's knowledge you can use. Whenever you're not feeling that inner strength to go after something that you want, provided you're procrastinating because of self-esteem and confidence, reflect on those times and the strategies that worked for you to get through those. <clears throat> what are your most significant achievements? This is an important question now. Learn to celebrate the wins in your life. Now, I know a lot of people were taught when they were younger to not focus on their celebrations and their wins because it was like gloating, right? We have to. This is really important. Successful people, the top 1%, top 2% know this. You need to be your own cheerleader every single day. And the reason why we have to do this is because of the meaning it gives to us. This means that you need to have certain practices in place to build yourself up every day. Make it a habit of recognizing the milestones that you've achieved and even some of the praise that you've gotten. So another thing that you can do is learn to talk to yourself in a positive, encouraging way. This will help you build up your inner strength. So the self-talk that we have is important, and I teach this with my, my coaching clients to actually be able to do this inner coaching. And this is that self-talk that you have to encourage yourself. So another thing you can do is to embrace your strengths. Remember that your strength has pulled you through many of the crises that you've had in the past, right? Have confidence now that it can continue to bolster you through many more as you go through your life. This is really powerful when we need to build that strength and that confidence and that courage to help us out of procrastination. So now find a role model. When you see someone is doing the very thing that you are fearing, it gives you the confidence to move forward because ultimately you see it's been done. You see that it's possible. So we realize that sometimes we shut ourselves down when we don't even see ourselves able to follow through and do these things. But we need to find proof. We need to find proof that it's being done, that it can be done. Even when you're experiencing procrastination or a challenge and you're not feeling too sure about yourself, try faking it until you make it. Sometimes this is what we have to do. And it's, it's something that Mel Robbins said, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, right? Use your knowledge about how confidence appears and behave that way. Behave like the future you would. Soon after, you'll begin to recognize and connect with your own true confidence. This was admittedly difficult for me, faking it until I made it. All reason goes right out the window when fear kicks in every single time. Then the negative internal talk starts to begin filling my thoughts and it's all over. Having visual reminders is helpful too. So 
keep some stickies around you to help affirm what you need. But say it out loud actually adds this little bit of magic. And it's a little technique, right? This is something that you can do to help you through this when you, time gets really tough. Although you might not always feel self-assured, try some of these strategies to find your confidence when you really need it. Before you know it, you'll have tapped into your self-confidence and others will actually start emulating you. Success is yours if you can actually improve your confidence and self-esteem. You need to work on your mindset and inner strength every single day to go after those big, hairy, scary goals. And you'll improve your self-confidence and your your self-esteem. And it will absolutely, dramatically change your life. So now let's talk about some specific strategies that can help you with procrastination. So... Let's use a contrast exercise first off. Write down on a piece of paper. Well, let's start out with the T-chart. So draw a line straight down the middle of this piece of paper. Now I want you to write on the left side your contrast, all of the reasons why you're actually not following through, the dread, the fear, your belief that maybe you can't do it. Fill in this entire side with all of those reasons, your self-confidence, your self-esteem, maybe some of the proof like you haven't done it before, right? So this is something that helps you with the contrast. Now on the right side, I want you to write down what pulls you, why you should do this, maybe a reason why others have done this, the benefits of doing this, what positive things will come out of you doing this one thing that you are procrastinating on. So now what I'd like you to do is to fold this paper in half and put the contrast side, the negative side, down on the table. So now what you have is your paper folded in half, laying on the table in front of you. And you have the positive side, the the part where you can actually see only the benefits, the proof, the reasons to pull you, your why. Remember we were talking about before Why do you want to do it? That should be right there. Why are you committed to fulfilling it? That should be on this side. So you are focusing in on all of these things. Now what I really want you to do is to narrow in now on one or two particular things that are grabbing your attention. Now I want you to focus your mind on this one thing, this maybe these two things. Now you can close your mind on this on these two things. Close your eyes and begin to meditate just on these two things. You're thinking about what you wrote. Open your eyes and reread it if you have to until it becomes rote in your mind. These two things, why you are actually going to follow through. Now you're going to see in your mind's eye you actually doing these things. I want you to add some color. I want you to make it really big in your mind. Actually see yourself doing these things. Now I want you to see the people that are actually cheering you on. You can see them saying, yay, you did it. You can see them applauding you and really 
being excited for you that you actually did these things. Maybe it's not something that other people are going to see. Maybe it's you. Maybe you can see yourself celebrating. Maybe you are you are actually buying yourself a celebration outfit. Or maybe you're buying yourself a celebration pair of shoes. And you are so excited because you deserve this. You see yourself being excited that you actually bought yourself a new dress because you lost the five or ten pounds. Maybe you are going on vacation because you deserve it. Maybe you are so excited that you finally are building out this funnel and it brought in all of these new clients and you are going on vacation. You are so excited. Do you see yourself in that moment of actually achieving all of these things in your mind's eye? You've meditated now on this for five or ten minutes. Now grab a new piece of paper and start writing out as if it already happened. Start writing out feeling words. I am so happy and excited now that I actually did this thing. You are actually writing down that you have already achieved this goal. Write it out. Spend several minutes just writing it out as it's already unfolding, as it's already unfolded. And you can see the success in your mind's eye. So now you're ready to start taking action. As you're in this new state of flow and excitement and power and confidence, now at the bottom of this piece of paper or a new piece of paper, begin to write three actions that you can actually take that are going to pull you towards this goal. Three actions. Now I want you to do at least one, minimum one or two of these actions right now while you're in this flow state. Take these actions. Do you have to get on a call and make an appointment with a personal trainer? Do you have to get a coach to help you get a meal plan in place so that you can lose weight? I love using this analogy because everyone has gone through this. Do you have to get a coach to help you put together a funnel, a new marketing message? Do you have to start working within yourself for new belief because maybe you realize that you are struggling with belief and self-confidence like I do? I actually had to go and hire a coach to help me, someone that could hold the place for belief. I had to do this because I knew that was the action that I had to take because if I didn't, I was going to go back into my head because I had always gone back into my head. I knew this was the action I had to take. I had to buy a journal. Do you have to go out and buy a journal? Do you have to go out and get a new goal planner? Do you have to start creating some new procedures, some new challenges for yourself and habits? You have to decide what it is and start taking those actions today. So we have gone all over the place today with strategy and procrastination challenges and questions to help you start thinking. You are ready now to start leveling up. Thanks so much for listening to this powerful episode. See you next week for another fearless episode. This is Sharon Koenig. I'm out. This week's episode was jam-packed with great content. And now it's time for you to take massive action. 
Make sure to schedule your strategy session with yours truly and also visit FearlessPursuits.com where you can subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And while you're at it, if you found the show valuable, we'd appreciate a five-star rating on iTunes too. Or if you simply tell a friend about the podcast, that helps too. Be sure to tune in next week for our next episode. This is your fearless online business coach, Sharon Koenig. Thanks for listening. Now go out and be fearless so you can change the world.